Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am going to open up with some news that is important and that is, well, not going to be reported unless I tell you, uh, because I was there. So this is going to be something, and I want you, my brothers and sister patriots, okay, my freedom-fighting, freedom-loving patriots, I want you to, I'm going to ask you to do something here. I want you guys to hear me. I want you to listen. I, I'm going to ask that if you trust me, if you believe that I try and do what I think is right, which I do, uh, I'm going to ask that you hear me out on this, because I know this is a tough topic. So... And, and it is, it is, but it's an important topic. So do you guys remember going back, I don't know, it's been several months now. In Dearborn, Michigan, uh, the Islamic community joined with the Christian community to challenge the school districts and the pornography that they were trying to push on these kids. The, the, the tranny stuff, the porn stuff, the perversion. Do you guys remember this? It wasn't super widely reported. In fact, the mainstream media tried real hard to cover it up because the mainstream media does not want. They will do, the, the Democrats and the mainstream will do anything that they can to prevent this from getting out. The worst thing that can happen to the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, the Democrat Party, the mainstream media, is that we the people come together on anything. Because if we do, we get our way right? The power is always with the people. And I talk a lot about the fact that they fear we the people. It's the one thing that the elites truly fear is that we the people come together. So uh, last night I had the opportunity to go up to Michigan and I went to a city, it's called Hamtramck. Hamtramck is part of Detroit, uh, the Detroit area, the Detroit metropolitan area. And it's a, a smaller city in there. I think uh, the mayor was there. He has 45,000 people in Hamtramck. And Hamtramck has made news recently because when they were having all the, the, the alphabet flags out there for June for the alphabet pride month, uh, Hamtramck said, no, we're not running any flags. And it, it was an interesting thing because they didn't say we're not running any gay pride flags. What they said was we're not putting any flags but the American flag, which is completely sensible to me, right? There's no viewpoint discrimination. Um, it's a very, very reasonable position for a government entity to take. There's no reason that they have to fly a flag in support of anything. And if they fly a flag in support of one thing, they got to fly a flag in support of everything. They can't have viewpoint discrimination. That's part of the First Amendment. So these guys said, no, no flags. You can have an American flag, and that's it. So this was a very sensible, good position. Well, Hamtramck is a, uh, a majority Muslim area, a majority Islamic community. And so we have another instance of the Islamic community saying, eh, we, we're not so good, good with you guys trying to push this on our families and our kids. You know, uh, it's just not acceptable. So I went to Hamtramck and I met with the mayor and I met with a whole, there were a whole bunch of people there that were leaders of the Islamic community. And this is a really important thing. And there were some guys there from the Dearborn area and Dearborn and Hamtramck are the two major Islamic 
kind of strongholds in Michigan. They're very, very uh, well populated with the Islamic faith. Now, I, I want to talk about the tough stuff here, right? I, I, because we can't do this if we don't talk about the tough stuff. So going back to 9-11, I was in D.C. on 9-11. I watch the fire from the Pentagon. The, the, you know, the, I, I felt the plane hit the Pentagon. I watched the buildings come down, this, that, and other. So after 9-11, I supported Bush, and I supported the, uh, you know, his whole war on terror and this, that, and other. And I will tell you to this day, I don't like anybody who's going to blow someone up or hate someone or kill someone because they're different. You know, and, and one of the things that was brought up to me last night is, uh, you know, that we always talk about the, the terrorists that are Islamic, but we don't talk about the other terrorists that are out there. And that was, they asked me about that. I said, well, that's an important issue to talk about. But, uh, you know, so this was a big deal. And there's a, there's, there's a major trust gap, right? Right. And we have to be very realistic about this. There are a vast, vast, vast majority of people who are Islamic are living their life just like Christians, just like Jews, just like everybody else. Now, their, their religious beliefs are different, but they're going to work. They're raising their children. They're protecting their families. They're trying to prosper economically. And what I'm talking about is Americans, okay? I'm talking about Americans. I'm talking about all of us as Americans. But remember what the left does. And I'm going to tie this in with a couple things. Let me tie this in with CRT. What's CRT? Critical race theory. What's critical race theory tell us? The first thing we have to do is look at the color of someone's skin, right? Because we all have implicit bias. So if we don't look at that, we're, we're ignoring our implicit bias. That's a load of crap. If I look at the color of your skin first, if I don't strive to avoid that, then I'm inherently promoting racism. So much like that, even though a vast majority of people of any religion just go about their business every day, we're divided. We're very divided. And we see it particularly with the, the Jewish community and the Muslim community. The, the media can never talk about Jews or Muslims as Americans. They're always Jewish or Muslim. And I've spoken and I had the great honor of working with the rabbinical court in New York Okay, this was a wonderful, this is one of the greatest honors of my life um, because I was able to, I believe, help protect the Jewish community from these vaccines and some of these other things. And we, I pray, saved a lot of God's people from that. But, you know, God's got a lot of people and it's not my job to judge that, right? My job is to serve. My job is to serve. As a Christian, my job is to serve everybody. Right. And to fight for freedom and, and to, to model what I believe to be right, but not to force it. We learn from the Crusades that we can't force faith. Faith will always be a choice. So I can't force my faith. I can live my faith. I can model my faith, but I cannot force my faith. And I have no intention of doing that. Um, so when we look at these different communities, I, you know, we, we look at the Islamic community well, we now are at a point in America where there are, you know, probably however many million people who are practicing Islam, practicing the religion of Islam, and you know that's that's a reality. Okay, so you can you can fuss about that all you want, 
but that's a reality. What do we, folks, let's say for example, let's for a second, let's say this, let's go right into the hard stuff. Uh, should we not talk to our, our brother and sister Americans who are Islamic? And remember, we're brothers and sisters in freedom in America, regardless of your faith, because America is separate from faith, right? As Americans, aren't we brothers and sisters? Or are we just brothers and sisters if you're like me, if you look like me, if you act like me, if you believe like me? See, that's what the left wants. The left doesn't want us to be brothers and sisters and Americans. They want to focus on the differences. All they want to do is focus on the differences. And so they've been very successful. And none of us are talking to each other. Look at the, look at the black community. There's a huge population of the black community that doesn't trust anybody that's white. Why? Well, because the media tells them they can't. There's a huge population of the Islamic community that doesn't trust anybody that's Republican because, well, you know, the, the, the media tells you, you know, the white Republicans, they hate Islam. There's a huge, there's all these different groups that believe they hate each other. Now, if you're a Christian, when is it appropriate to hate someone? Let me ask you that. It's a tough question, but let me ask you that. And I'm going to talk about these tough things. I was honored last night to go and, and to engage with some people who are brothers and sisters in freedom. We These, these men that I met with were people who believed in America. They believed in freedom. And they were Islamic. And that's an amazing thing. And they were good enough because I've taken a very strong stand against terror in my life, and I will continue to. That's never going to change. But I I recognized, and I was honored to recognize, that being of, of any particular faith does not make you a terrorist. I'm a Catholic. And I know I can hear people, whoa, no, I don't like Wrens. I'm turning them off. And you're turning, you probably are. There's probably some people who turn me off on this. Let me tell you this. I'm Catholic. Does that mean I'm a pedophile? We got a real problem with the Catholic Church. We got more pedophiles and, and this, that, and other than we know what to do with. So should we should we call all Catholics pedophiles because the Catholic Church has a pedophilia problem? That's no more fair than calling everyone that's Islamic a terrorist. There are billions of people who practice Islam. There's a small handful of nutcases that blow themselves up or blow up other people or practice jihad. If you live in America and if you're living as an American and you practice freedom, not, I'm not talking about faith, I'm talking about freedom, then you have to recognize that our freedom is under attack. And whether you want to live as an, uh, a Jew, as a Christian, as a Muslim, as anything else, you'd better start working with each other. Because right now, the left and the evil people around the world have divided us into little population segments. And they've divided us and pitted us against each other. And we've been manipulated. I've got the documents. I've got the paperwork. It's happened. You can't miss it. So... I had the opportunity, and and 
I was honored. Uh, the, the general, General Mike Flynn, was up there with me. And uh, so you got two guys who've taken very strong stances on terror. I mean, he led much of the war on terror. And he had the courage to go up there and extend a hand. I was honored to be there. I really was. And I was honored to have this meeting. And I want to I want to thank the gentlemen I met up there. They, you know, if they are representative of the American Islamic community, then we should be grateful for what they're doing. Because you know what we talked about? Keeping our kids safe. Protecting freedom for everyone. We talked about good things. Are there bad people? Yes, in every single community. Every single one including my Catholic community. We have a lot of them. My Pope, anybody? You can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We got to fight the bad in every community, but that doesn't mean we, we can't come together for freedom. And let me tell you what 2024 and the 2024 election are about. The 2024 election is where we're going to decide whether we're going to come together for freedom or we're going to allow a divided nation to collapse. That's it. It's real simple. And I'm going to tell you that it's not enough for just the mega patriots to rise. We need to make more mega patriots. We need to embrace everybody becoming a mega patriot. We need to evangelize freedom. Okay? We have to evangelize freedom. And that's what we did last night. Last night, we extended our hand to a group of people, and they embraced it. I'm going to tell you, I was nothing but proud to be there. And uh, I was honored to stand with this community. And I look forward to engaging with this community extensively going forward and rebuilding the trust on both sides, because trust is a two-way street. But if we don't work to do that, how do we win this fight? How do we fight for freedom if half of us are against it? How do we fight for freedom when huge portions of our population? And you know what? I'm going to do the same thing with any community I can do it with. I hope I can find some leaders in the black community, in the Hispanic community, in pick your community. Uh, the, uh, you know what? I don't care which community. As a Christian, I will always fight for my faith. But as an American, I have to fight for freedom. America is about freedom. The freedom to grow, the freedom to live as you choose to live, the freedom to prosper economically, to be able to take care of your family, to raise your children as you see fit. America has to be about freedom. If we Christians really want to help people to see Christ, that can only happen if we're free to do it. But if we're free to do it, so are they. The, o the only law that is immutable is God's law. I don't even care what you think God's law is. Man's law is flawed. And the more law that we write as men, the more flawed it becomes. The best thing that we can do with man's law is always make sure that man's law is about preserving freedom. Then we live good lives and help other people to be better. We cannot legislate morality. We cannot legislate right and wrong. Right now, we see the left legislating anti-hate speech. 
because it's wrong for you to hate. It's wrong for you to this. It's wrong for you to that. And you know what that is? Turnabout being fair play. It's no more right for me to legislate that you have to believe my way than it is for the left to legislate that I have to believe their way. That's what's happening. But what the left has done is they've successfully divided us. And so everybody's trying to legislate their own way. And we've all forgotten that the only way to legislate is towards freedom because man's law is flawed and it will always be wrong until we're pushing for freedom. We have to come together as Americans for freedom. I'm honored to reach out to our Islamic brothers and sisters who believe in freedom. If you believe in freedom, I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, red, Islamic, Christian, Jewish, Hindu, Buddhist, or, or Taoist. I don't care what you are. If you're willing to stand with me in the fight for freedom so that I can raise my children the way that I choose and you can raise the children the way that you choose, you're my ally. And I'll stand with you. I pray that I have the wisdom and the discernment to do this properly. But last night, I feel like we really did a good thing. I was honored to meet those men. I was honored to talk with those men. And I pray that it was a good, positive experience for all involved. We'll be right back. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers.
everybody welcome back and you know uh let's go from unity and faith and all these things to president obama and his well infatuation with male genitalia or alleged infatuation with male genitalia uh yeah yeah so this is an interesting thing and here's here's the thing okay I want to really focus on what's important here. Uh, Obama, we got there's a, lot, a lot of gay people, right? You do what you got to do. Um, that ain't for me. But you got the right to live your right, life however you want, and I don't care what you do, right? So this isn't about whether Obama enjoys... Uh, uh, you know, playing the role of rump ranger or whether he is, you know, actually married to Michelle and Michelle doesn't have any junk and she's not Big Mike. This is not about any of that. This is about truthfulness, right? The problem here is not whether Obama is or was gay. The problem is not whether Obama... Uh, hooked up with this uh, Larry Sinclair dude. The problem is that Obama was a liar and a crook, right? Uh, the, the whole Big Mike thing, the whole Michelle Obama, and clearly there's no evidence that Michelle Obama has a penis or is Big Mike. Uh, that's obvious to anyone who knows that, that clearly that's not true. Um, but here's the thing. The fact that it's being asked... And the fact that there's so much fuel on that fire stems from the fact that everything Obama said was lie. Everything he did was untrue. Everything he did was corrupt and against America and anti-American. So let's talk about Obama and his, uh, well, package piracy, if you will. Uh, I'm trying to very really be, be uh, gentle about this, right, folks? I don't want to be... Uh, off color, so I'm trying to find uh, gentle ways to talk about a uh, delicate subject, if you will. Uh, it was a hard one for Obama to take uh, to talk about. I'm sorry. Oh boy, folks, it's gonna. I don't know. We're gonna try and be professional here. Uh, so, headline: American Thinker. Some interesting side notes to Larry Sinclair's tale of sex and drugs with Obama. Right. So Tucker does this uh, this interview uh, with this Larry Sinclair dude, and uh, he's he alleges this is Sinclair, this guy from Chicago, and he claims that back in '99, uh, he and Bob, he and Obama were doing coke together, and uh, well, uh, they were um, smoking some cigars, if you will. Uh, he he was he was. Uh, doing some other things that were exceedingly friendly and whatever. Uh, and uh, so, so you've got this guy, this guy who apparently hooked up with Obama, right? And I don't know, folks. First of all, I don't like, I don't want to hear about that. It's just, I don't want to know what people are doing in their bedrooms. It's kind of disturbing, you know, but the problem isn't whether Obama did it. The problem is, is that it's just another 
everything about Obama was fraud. Everything about him was fake. You know, you say the birth certificate, right? That was so long ago disproven, right? But when you find out that the guys lied about everything, did he lie about, did he tell the truth about anything? I don't know. I can't prove his birth certificate was real or fake, and I don't even care. What I care about is the fact that everything he said was a lie. So you've got Sinclair talking about Obama doing all these hookups and, uh, you know, giving him some some happy time. And it's just, it's disturbing. But it's just another story, right? It's another thing with Obama. Well, as we hear about this, as we look at this, um, by the way, Quote from the article, Tucker asked Sinclair if it left a bad taste in his mouth, and Sinclair said it did. That sucks. Okay, sorry, folks, sorry. Uh, There's just so many jokes to be made, and I'm trying really hard not to. But, I mean, it it really really sucks not to. I mean, it's hard not to. I mean, (laughs) oh, God, folks, my my poor producer. Um, Anyways, so... You've got the, this this interview, and there were some other really important things um, beyond just Obama's hookup, and that's uh, how would he get away with this? You know, if Obama was actually actively gay for a long time in Chicago, how is it that no one said anything? Right? That seems like a bit of a stretch. I mean, he's the most famous guy. What, you, nobody's going to brag about hooking up with him. But you know, I think that there's some there were there's some things that were addressed in here, and one of them is that. Uh, so apparently, according to this, to Sinclair, uh, quote, uh, this guy named Young, uh, what's his first name? I don't know. It was Young, told him about a, a gay a gay choir master. Told him that he was the gay choir master at Reverend Wright's church. Remember Reverend Wright? the guy that hates America. Uh, So according to Sinclair, Young eventually told him he was a gay choir master at Reverend Wright's church, the one where Obama sat in the pews for 20 years, as Wright blasted America. He also said that he had a long-term intimate relationship with Obama. Not long after that, Young was murdered in his apartment. Young's mother believes that it was to silence him, according to Sinclair. So, story, according to Sinclair, is that Obama wasn't just with Sinclair. He was also having a long-term thing with the choir master at Reverend White Wright's church. I've never heard this, folks. This is an interesting thing. So uh, the author of this article searched Young and found some, some hit pieces on him. Uh, but apparently, according to the article, uh, Young was one of three gay men in Wright's congregation who were executed within less than two months of each other. Local media suspected a gay killing rampage. However, the 2009 article suggests that they were killed because it's possible all three, not just Young, could have talked about Obama. Now, this article says and admits that that's conspiracy theory. It is. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be able to prove that. I don't see that changing. But it's a big, big deal. Because it's just more questions to ask about Obama. Why does Obama matter? Well, because Obama's pulling the strings in the White House. And don't think he's not. 
right? Don't think Obama's not pulling the strings. He is actively involved with what's happening right now. And, but for Obama, you don't have the fraud that occurred during the Trump camp, uh, presidency. I mean, Obama appointed a bunch of people whose job it was to undermine Trump that remained there throughout his presidency. Obama passed Obamacare. Without Obamacare, there is no COVID. Obama was the most traitorous president in U.S. history. I think he was worse than Joe Biden. He was just smarter about it. Uh, you know, Obama was a disaster, and he's still pulling the strings and running the show behind the scenes. And... Ultimately, we need to correct the record and get this guy away from the White House and also to make sure that, listen, yeah, they keep bantering about uh, Michelle Big Mike running. Hell no. Hell no. Hell, hell no. Um, you know, we're not going to fight. There's no more Obama in this. we got to get rid of this garbage that he's left us. So when we look at this, though, it's it's just more questions, right? And, you know, five years ago, if you'd said, hey, you know, is, is any of this true? I'd say, yeah, I don't know. This seems a bit like a stretch to me. But the problem is, is that over the last, you know, three and a half years, we found that all the conspiracy theories are right, all of them. And we found proof. And I, I have spent the last three and a half years proving conspiracy theories to be true. And I've done it very well. And they have been true. We've shown it. We've shown that masks were, were a lie. We've shown that they really did create COVID. We've shown that it, they probably released it. We've shown that they had the vaccine early. We've shown that the vaccine was poison and that they lied about it and they knew it wouldn't work. We've shown that they defrauded the public. We've shown all of these different things. Yeah, it's like on Twitter, you got Alex Jones was right trend, trending half the time. Why? Well, because... He was. Folks, the thing that you got to understand is as we're starting to see how frequently we were lied to and how egregious those lies are, at some point we got to start asking ourselves, yeah, does this seem like a conspiracy theory? Yeah. Is it worth looking into? Well, I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, and what else do we need to look into with regards to Obama? What other crimes did he admit, commit? And, you know, since we're going after uh, President Trump, even though he's not in office, for what he did while he was there, I think Obama's fair game. I think we need some criminal probes into what all he did while he was in the White House. I think there's a lot of things. I know Liz Crokin has made some pretty powerful allegations against him. Whether or not I can prove them, I don't know. But, you know, Liz, is a, she's been going after this pedophilia and child sex trafficking for a long time. If Obama actually was gay, I think that also begs the question, why was he so ashamed of it? I mean, why you got to lie about it? I thought that was something to celebrate. And we have Gay Pride Month. Why wouldn't he celebrate it? Why would he lie about it? Why would he cover it up? And it leads us to the other question. If Obama's hooking up with this guy and doing all this gay stuff, now, what, what 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 the hell's going on with Michelle? Now, I joke about the Big Mike stuff, but you know, from from what I'm hearing, this stuff seems pretty blatant and pretty egregious. What she doesn't know, or is she okay with it, or is she actually Mike? I don't know. 
I don't know what's going on, folks. I don't know. I just know that at this point, I'll ask a question about anything. Now, also within this article, there's another important thing I think worth discussing. And that's how Sinclair got attacked, right? Uh, Sinclair, you know, had wanted to talk about this was there a while back, but the media outlets just absolutely crushed him. Instead of asking Obama, is it true? Are you gay? Are you this? I mean, you know, Obama gets, or Trump got accused of anything. It didn't matter who said what about Trump. First thing the media said is, oh, you did that, right? Obama has a guy saying, yeah, yeah, we, we, uh, we suck some crack down and some other things. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Um, but nobody asks him anything. Nobody says a word. Oh, well, you clearly you're a crackpot and a conspiracy theory. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. What about believing the victim? I thought we were always supposed to trust the victim. That's what they say. I mean, Brett Kavanaugh, anybody? Whatever the victim says, unless it's, you know, it's a victim of the Democrats, then it's okay. But we look at this. Um, these guys, the media really, really went after these guys. Uh, you know, he had made a YouTube, he'd done this, he put it out there, and they, they just covered it up. They, they took it down, they hit it, uh, they blacked out the story, and uh, they, they claimed that this guy was a crackpot. They went after him. Uh, they reported that he was a criminal. All this stuff, right? Obama campaign reportedly uh, told people that if they report on this, that they're going to be blacklisted. Uh, and, you know, I mean, naturally, the media isn't really interested in reporting anything bad on Democrats, only Republicans. And uh, so this this continues on. And so we've got this collusion that occurred between Obama and the media and everybody else and uh, all these different outlets that covered this up. And they're working together to, to suppress this story, which leads to the two questions I've asked. One, why are you so ashamed of being what you are, Obama? I mean, I thought you celebrated everything gay, so why not own it? If that's what you are? I mean, on the left, if you're a Democrat, you know, okay, maybe him and Big Mike are in an open relationship. I don't know. That doesn't work for, uh, you know, for most of, most people, but uh, yeah, the left keeps telling us we should celebrate it, so own it. Let's see it. Put it out there, buddy. Why would you be ashamed if that's the case? If you're a leftist like Obama who seems to support this stuff. The other question is, uh, what else do we got to ask? If you're a liar, we keep having more and more instances of Obama being a liar, right? I mean... Yeah, the guy's apparently doing coke and uh, hooking up with dudes. What else? What else did he do? What else did he lie about? What else? What else did Obama make up? What else was untrue about him? I mean, because you got to understand something. We're not talking about a little lie. We're not talking about, hey, Obama. You know, he got. Yeah, he was. He's a leader. He's this. He's that. He's you know well known and. Yeah, he had a bad night, got too drunk, and you know, did something he shouldn't have did. No, no, no. We're talking about assist- allegations of long-term. The guy was gay. He was into drugs. He was doing all these different things. There were serious allegations here. Shouldn't 
shouldn't we be investigating that? Right? I mean, what, this is the only time we've caught Obama lying? We've caught him lying about a ton of stuff. Uh, this is, goes back to the, my, my thing, you know, when do you trust a liar? You don't. You shouldn't trust a liar. This guy, this guy was a pervert, right? It appears. I'm talking about Obama. It appears he was a pervert. He was pushing this, the, all of this LGBTQIA stuff everywhere. And instead of just recognizing that, you know, it's a free country, do what you want behind your closed doors, Obama, Obama's got to put it in everybody's face, including Sinclair's, literally. Um, sorry, folks. Sorry. Um, it, it was just really bad. It's really bad. And it's really telling. And what's re- even worse is now you got all these people out there trying to push Michelle and suggest that, you know, she should run for president, that she should do this, that she should do that. And they're doing that despite the fact that, you know, they, they've not asked any of these questions. They're not addressing any of these issues or allegations. They just covered up. Why is it that it took Tucker Carlson getting fired from Fox and uh, seven years, seven, eight years. Well, no, actually, oh, I'm sorry, about 17 years, because it's go back to 2009, uh, 14 years. Um, why did it take that long for this to come out? Why is it that we're only now hearing about this? I have never heard this stuff, right? I've never heard any of this. Why? Why? Why, why is it that I know, I mean... We had a full conversation about the size of Donald Trump's hands and something else, but we don't talk about Obama liking a penis. Really? I don't know, folks. Support us on the Tom Renz Show, TomRenz.com, America Out Loud Network. We'll be right back. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Welcome back and welcome to the stack of stuff. So what do we got going on today? Uh, We've got a high school football player in Pennsylvania, right? This kid is a high school quarterback 
And this is really, I mean, it's sad. It's heartbreaking. But, you know, this kid with that's, you know, got this heart attack or heart issue or whatever, he collapsed on the, on the field. 17-year-old, a critical condition for more than 36 hours, significant brain bleed, collapsed along, all these different things. Uh, kid is just not in good shape. Um, I suppose it was comatocarditis, or maybe it's just too hard of a hit, right? Um, he, he played without any apparent issue, left the field. Yeah. He, you know, you got a hit, right? So, cause it's football and that's what happens, but he played, he kept playing, you know, played defense, played this, no issues, left the field, uh, for an extra point, came back for a return kickoff. And, uh, when he came back on referee noticed something before the play and blew the whistle and the kid, uh, well, um, kid was hurting, right? So, uh, this kid ended up going way downhill, obviously, and, uh, ends up in the hospital and lots of, lots of things happening here. And like I said, this is very sad. Uh, this is a horrible thing and we need to pray for this kid. And we need to pray that this kid, uh, well, that he recovers, right? Um, yeah, this is reminiscent of uh, what happened to Damar Hamlin, right? Reminiscent of Damar Hamlin. And so, yeah, it's the vaccine, folks. It's the vaccine. I played football, played a lot of football. You don't you don't drop over and have all these things from from you know taking a hit. That's that's just part of football. I mean, yeah, I, hell, I've been hit more times. I, that explains a lot. I, the number of concussions I had. Uh, I mean, I, hell, I it's years martial arts and other things like that. My head's been beat like a speed bag. You don't you don't have heart attacks and uh, drop over because of a, of a hit. This kid went down. And uh, it, 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 it's just the same thing. But they want to say this is this comatio cordis, which it's not. It is not. That is an absolute lie. It was a lie with Demar Hamlin. It was a lie. Everywhere. The whole thing is just garbage. What it really is is the vaccine. And apparently uh, people are starting to wake up for this. But this is what's going on. You get the jab, you get dead. Even when you're a 17-year-old high school kid, I pray for his family. I pray for his help. I pray that he recovers. Meanwhile, headline, FDA refuses to provide COVID-19 vaccine safety data to U.S. Senator. Ron Johns added again. So Senator Johnson asked FDA for results of data from the VAERS system for in January. And, uh, well... They wouldn't give it to him. Uh, they won't give him the stuff he wants. Uh, you know, they, they ran some different analyses and some different things. Um, and things weren't coming out. They weren't adding up, right? And so Johnson wanted data. He wanted answers. He wanted to know what was going on. He wanted to know why this stuff was garbage. But they just, they, 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 won't, they won't give him information. 
They don't. They won't give it to him. They don't want him to have the data. They don't want him to have the analysis. Uh, they won't give him the data mining analyses of the adverse events uh, from VARES or anywhere else. And you know, and he's not even asking for the results from the best system or some of these other systems that give real, actual, real results, right? Which is what we ought to be asking for. The question is, why are they hiding things? What is there to hide? If there's no problems, why are they hiding it? Why don't they show everybody how safe and effective these vaccines are? Why don't they release the raw data? You know, there are so many different reporting systems for uh, these injuries, right? They're monitoring, uh, you know, the big healthcare systems, insurance companies, they're monitoring the military, they're monitoring the VA, they're monitoring a lot of these insurance companies around the country, they're monitoring uh, everything. They've got the best system, they've got a, uh, you know, well, they're just closing down VSAFE, I believe, they have VAERS. Um, There's so many different systems. They know what's going on, but they won't share the data. Why? Why won't the bureaucrats share the data? Who do they work for? Who do they work for, folks? The simple reality is is that this data is available and they are not providing it because they're covering it up. They're covering it up because they're bought and paid for by corporate uh, sponsors, because these people are bought off crooks and they're not public servants. They're crooks. Now, that's not to say everybody that works at the FDA is a crook. It's to say that the people who are covering up the vaccine issue are crooks. These people are as corrupt as hell. This is an unacceptable thing. And, uh, you know, disprove me. Prove me wrong, guys. Prove me wrong. Release the data. Oh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Walmart makes first ever change to prevent crimes in Superstore. Walmart, right? Good leftist Walmart. Walmart's been very good about being pro-World Economic Forum and leftist nonsense. And uh, they've done real good, so they promote a lot of stuff. And those guys are all promoting things that are resulting in a huge rise in crime and violence. And so this is causing a bit of a problem because Walmart is dealing with a lot of stolen goods, right? And, well, they're not really even safe to work at or go to. It's a disaster. So uh, Walmart is now uh, looking to, uh, I guess, partner more with police. Right? I mean, they're losing, according to these guys, these stores lose tens of millions of dollars a year and their annual losses nearly doubled in just the last five years. Okay? For some of these stores uh, regarding the Chicago closures. We have invested hundreds of millions of dollars in the city. It was hoped that these investments would improve the store's performance. Unfortunately, these efforts have not materially improved the fundamental business challenges our stores are facing, which is the complete and total lack of any law enforcement in Chicago, right? There, there is, it's not that there aren't good police over there. It's that they're not allowed to do their job. And if they do, the DA just lets them out. So uh, the, the crimes, and this is, it's a disaster. So uh, Walmart's finally kind of said, okay, well, we're just going to open up police substations in Walmart. So I, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, what else are you going to do? If you're Walmart, you know, they're stealing everything. I mean, they could, you know, maybe support 
you know, tough on crime prosecutors and guys that actually will do things to stop this. But, you know, I guess not. Apparently not. The DEI investment portfolio that BlackRock wants to hold necessitates Walmart selling out. Anyways, I don't know, folks. I just... Uh, I think the whole thing is ridiculous, but uh, headline on Twitchy, Trump was right. Biden dragged for bragging about steps he's taking to make our economy even suckier. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you folks. The number one reason that this headline is here is because I love that they use the word suckier. That made me laugh. I love that someone used suckier as part of a headline. That's great. Uh, Because the content of the story is good. I mean, the person that wrote it, uh, Sam J., did a good job on the story. But it's also a little bit uh, both uh, depressing and expected. So President Biden tweeted, quote, My administration is canceling all remaining oil and gas leases issued under the last administration, the Arctic Refuge, and proposing to protect 13 million acres in the Western Arctic. There's more to do, but we're taking action to meet the moment for our future generations. So you're going to destroy the economy more by increasing the cost of oil? I mean... You know, we're going to end up seeing, you know, five, ten dollar a gallon gas coming up. I mean, this is insanity, folks. The petrodollar just got killed. Saudi Arabia, these guys, they, they just killed the petrodollar. Yet, we're going to do this? We're going to produce even less oil? Um, and Biden's proud of this. Biden seems to think this is a good idea. This is insane. It is absolutely insane. We produce nothing in this country. Nothing. The war on fossil fuels, the war on natural resources is a war on America. Yes, Biden is bragging about destroying our nation. And yes, Biden is going to destroy our nation. So I don't know. This guy sucks. Biden sucks. Suckier. That's why I like this. It's got suckier in there. You can't get suckier than Biden. Headline. Government gave millions of dollars to American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists to promote COVID-19 vaccines in women because they wanted to kill babies. Right? Uh, No question about it. Uh, These guys, there has never been any study that has shown there being a benefit to get, or even that it's safe to give this to, to pregnant women. I mean, the, the, there's the stuff that's out there saying that it's okay to do this for pregnant women is insane. There's, there's just nothing useful. It's because it's not safe for pregnant women, right? It's garbage. This is absolutely horrific. These guys, the OBGYN college is, I mean, that that's a that's a criminal. I, I got to be honest with you. This big fat fanny down in Georgia, this is a RICO claim that she ought to be looking at. They took eleven point eight million to promote to promote COVID vaccines in pregnant women, despite the fact that there is no scientific reason on this planet to say that that's a good thing to do. None. This is outright criminal 
This is absolutely, this is the definition of the Racketeering Influence Corrupt Organizations Act. Rico. This is exactly, the, this is a, a corrupt organization, industry, entity. I mean, this whole thing is corrupt. No safety data, but we, we approve bivalent boosters. No safety data, but we promote the vaccination and you know all these different populations. No, no danger to children, yet we promote it in kids. These guys are corrupt. Makes me sick, folks. They're they're killing our kids. They're doing it intentionally. All right. And uh, former Google exec warns AI could be used to design more transmissible and lethal pandemics. Oh, you think? Well, here's a newsflash. They're already working on that. I mean, you got Boston University over there engineering new, more dangerous strains of COVID. Uh, you've got uh, this gain-of-function work being done all over in the country. All these universities doing gain-of-function work, despite the fact that that is the work that created SARS-CoV-2 uh, and before it was released on the population of the world out of China. I mean, this is insanity, folks. It's insanity. This is just, I, I don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say about it. I, when, understand what AI is. So AI is a learning machine. It's a learning process. It's a computer that just sits and learns and figures stuff out, right? That's all it does. And it does so at the speed of a computer. And through some very clever programming techniques, what they do is they get a computer that really is just a series of ones and zeros to make a, seri make a series of complex decisions when taken in tandem uh, appear to be intelligence, right? So there's a, a bazillion yeses and nos, but when you push them all together, it doesn't... Uh, you know, there's a... I remember... Uh, when I was a kid in school, there was a, a thing that we did in math where you drew a whole bunch of straight lines, you used a ruler and you do these straight lines and they all came together to form a curve. That's kind of what AI is, right? You got a whole bunch of yeses and nos that kind of come together and, and make it look like there's intelligence, right? And it's very clever programming and it's fairly complicated, uh, but all it does is learn. So, yeah, it's a dangerous thing, folks. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. Uh, and there's other dangers, right? What if AI becomes self-aware and decides it wants to create bioweapons? Well, it's AI. It's not going to get sick from it, right? I don't know. There's a lot of issues. Uh, COVID-19 mRNA vaccines reduce immune response to other infections, potential concern of immune deficiency. Yeah, you think? Recent study on the immune effects of Pfizer's COVID-19 mRNA, which means mod RNA vaccine, has scientists raising concerns over vaccine-acquired immune deficiencies, VADES, right? Uh, that's a term uh, uh, coined by researchers and health practitioners since the vaccine rollout. And... Uh, just means that your immune system shot from the from vaccines. That's what's happening. That's why people are getting COVID right now, by the way. The COVID outbreak isn't actually a COVID outbreak. It's a vaccine outbreak. So 
well, the new study does not use the term VADES. Uh, the researchers recognized a general decrease in cytokine uh, chemokine responses to bacteria, fungi, and non-COVID viruses in children after the COVID vaccine, right? So you're killing your kid's uh, immune system with this. Give this to your kid and you're killing their immune system. Our findings suggest that SARS-CoV-2 mRNA vaccination could alter the immune response and other pathogens, which both which cause both vaccine-preventable and non-vaccine-preventable diseases, authors of the paper uh, wrote. Yeah, no kidding. This is particularly relevant in children as they have extensive exposure to microbes at daycare, schools, et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, the the thing about this that you've got to understand is basically we know this, right? We know that it destroys your immune system. Um, we know that it causes problems. And the only people that are going to argue with this are bought and paid for crooks. And there, there's no question. You know, the, the vaccines destroy your immune system. We're, I'm about to launch some stuff to talk about how uh, the vaccines actually do cause these turbo cancers. We've got a fact pattern that shows that now. Um, I'm working on the details. There's no question what's going on here, folks. Uh, this is this this vaccine was. I mean, it's hard to argue at this point that it wasn't designed to kill people. It was that bad. I don't know. I'll let you guys debate uh, depopulationism elsewhere. But for right now, share the Tom Wren Show. Share the America Out Loud Network. Uh, share TomRens.com and join us tomorrow. 